Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Best Seller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Jill Griffin. She is the author of Follow These Leaders, Wisdom and Mentorship from the Voices of Success. It's great to have you with us and have you back. Yes, always a pleasure. Congratulations. This is your sixth book. It is, yes. Incredible. And you, this is our third interview together. That's right. It All is. Right. This, so we're, we're I back, love it, so I keep coming back to you. Back to business, <laughs> right? We like repeat customers, as they say. So I love this book because it is so user-friendly. It's so easy to read. How would you describe it in your own words? Well, it's a book about advice. I've always been an advice seeker. I don't always take every piece of advice I'm given, <laughs> but I've always been an advice seeker. So I went out. I thought it'd be really interesting to go out into my network and even people I didn't know and to ask what is the best piece of career or life advice that you got who gave it to you, and how did it enhance your life? Wow. And the stories just came pouring Floodgates, in. Floodgates, I'd imagine. Yes, yes. Almost everybody, right. almost everybody gave me a story. There's so many great tidbits. I did just want to touch upon a few of my favorites, and then I wanted to ask you which ones uh, resonate with you the yes. most. Uh, something that caught my eye right off the bat, befriend your banker. Yes. Who said that and, Margo and why? Margot Portillo, great friend of mine. She and her husband, Juan, owned Tramix Travel. When they were starting their business, one of the great pieces of advice was befriend your banker because you're they're going to need to know you and you're going to need to know them right and left because you have to borrow money when you're in a startup mode. Mm -hmm. And so that was a really great piece of advice. When I read it, I didn't know if it was a metaphor for something else, but it is your literal banker. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, another one I liked, listen to the music. Yes. Was that literal music or yes, figurative was. music? And Mark Cleveland uh, said that he was friends with a famous basketball player and they agreed that when you listen to the music, it gets you on a high and it makes you feel like you can do anything. And so when he was starting Hitch, which I'm an investor in, it's a ride share program out of Nashville. Yeah. Um, when people were saying, you can't do this, you can't do this he would go listen to music that would say, you can do anything. You can be anything. So just to back up for a moment. So these little pieces of advice are from successful leaders, right? They in are. all sorts of disciplines. Yes. yes. They run the gamut. Are these only C-suite executives? Or? No, they run the gamut. Okay. They run the gamut. Some of them are entry-level people that have just uh, run for office for the first time. Wow. Um, just and that's what I liked about it, because they came from so many different venues. 
And I like what you just said. You don't have to be sort of later on in your career to have advice. That's exactly right. You pick up advice at all different stages of your life and you experience it. That's right. And it takes years off your learning curve, actually. I like this one. Girls can do anything. Yes. That was my friend, Carol Thompson, who grew up in uh, Rhode Island. And her dad told her, Carol, girls can do anything. And she has been a very wonderful activist in Austin. She was the first chairman of the Chamber of Commerce in Austin. Wow. Was on the trip where at the time we were recruiting businesses in Silicon Valley to come to Austin. Now we're overrun with tech companies, but back then we were recruiting them and she just did a marvelous job and followed her dad's advice that you can do anything. You can be anything. I just love Austin. I mean, the, the advice in and of itself is so terrific and invaluable, but the people, these leaders that it's coming from, because you're not only learning what they're saying, but you might not be familiar with all the people in the book. So, that, oh, yes. So it's, it's twofold. So it really is. opening up the reader up to, That's right. like we said, so many different disciplines. And some of the people I did not know well, but I'm a premium member on LinkedIn. So I would go out to people that I thought were really high level and they gave me wonderful stories. So people are really generous, really generous uh, out there. Well, I was curious if you did experience any pushback, people, quote unquote, not, not wanting to reveal the secrets to their success. Um, I had some people that didn't respond and that may that's have been back. part of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably part of it. But the overwhelming majority gave me great stories, great stories. So out of all of the pieces of advice in here, I was curious which kind of resonated with you the most? Is there one or one or two or three that stick out from your perspective? Well, one of my favorites is Diana Holford, and she was in Pittsburgh, and she is now a managing partner for uh, a development company. And her boss at the time, they were in a skyscraper, and her boss at the time took her out over to a window and said, do you see the awning over here? Do you see this? Do you see that? And she's going, I can just see her because I know her personality. She's going, yes, yes, yes. And he says, that's the gift shop. There are no gifts in here. You have to earn everything. And she said, after that moment, she'd been back on her heels. She went up on her toes because she knew she needed to be giving more than she was giving. Interesting. I so love that story. Gift shop metaphor. What yeah. else? Anything else? Another one that you wanted to highlight for um, us? Let's see. Well, my mother gave me a great piece of advice. Uh, she was a world history buff. She wow. was a history teacher. And she used to tell me all the time, Rome wasn't built in a day. And that's such actually, a good one. It's such a good one because, you know, it took me seven long years to get my first book published and I had all kinds of setbacks and you just have to, you not, not everything comes easy. And some of the best things that are going to happen to you are going to be very hard. C-Suite Radio. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know you did want to mention, I don't like to emphasize failure, but we learned so much from failure. Yeah, so, so there was a moment where you failed in your career, but you wanted to share kind of what you learned from it yes. and why it was such a formidable experience. Yes. Okay. So I got invited early on to speak at Inc. Magazine's conference, which back in the heyday, those were the, those were the big conferences and I wasn't ready for it. I knew I was losing my audience at that point, and the room was packed. And when the scores came out, there were 45 speakers. I came in dead last. Ouch. So not only did I know I was bad, Hmm. but all these amazing speakers knew I was bad. What were you talking about? I was talking about customer loyalty. Okay. So I sought out the advice of one of my best friends, Jim Bearden, and he, we had lunch and he told me, he said, Jill, sometimes you have to take yourself to the woodshed, meaning you just got to look at it just with a vain eye. And so when I came back to my home office, I put a clean piece of paper on my desk and I wrote out every trespass that I'd made to that audience. I didn't entertain them. I didn't share any specifics personally about me. I didn't tell stories, just a lot of things. And so I totally redid my presentation and I went back out into the field and started making uh, presentations um, all around the country. And my scores rose because I was now doing it right. So two years later, I called back the guy at Eat Magazine. He's still there. And I said to him, I know, John, that I disappointed you the first time around. But I said, I have corrected a lot of things. And I said... I would, I've got great testimonials now, and I was wondering if you'd be willing to have me back. No kidding. And he said to me, Jill, it's interesting that you call me today. He said, just last week, I had my scouts in, and I was asking who they'd seen that they thought was very good, and your name was on the list. And he said, of course, I want you back. That's amazing. So, so you went back, and? And everything worked out. I got high scores. I knew how to do it. So... Sometimes you really have to fail deeply to really understand the basics of what you're doing and how to improve. I did want to mention you write for Forbes.com. I do. I do. What do you write about? I write a lot about women and successful women that have built, that are entrepreneurs and have built great businesses from scratch. Right. Um, We are starting to write about men as well. Because I don't want, there's wonderful men out there that I want to tell their stories too. But uh, it's been a a fabulous experience. My publicist helps me with these. Uh, We're constantly posting. Yeah. So, so it's been primarily about women in, in the workplace. Um, but you, you've talked about how you've been mentored by great men. I have. Throughout your career. Yes. 
Let's, let's dive a little bit into the Me Too movement. And it's a complicated workplace now between men and women, it given is. all the headlines. What and, would be your advice? Well, my advice is that there are plenty of generous, kind, giving men out there. And the men are still in control. So what do you mean by that? Well, I mean that they're at the top of the hierarchy in most cases. So I say seek out men as mentors, as sponsors. But it's lot, interesting the word men is in mentor. Yeah, men should is be mentor. mentor. We should create a new word. <laughs> Go on. And it's it's not enough to simply be mentored. You want a sponsor. You want a champion that's going to put you at the table. Right. And I had that throughout my time at Reynolds, but they saw that I was working hard and that I was doing everything possible to make the brands that they led a success. So it's not like they're doing you favors. They see somebody that is willing to do the work and they, they're willing to help you. Um, I'm, my next book is probably going to be Men Who Champion Women because I think that men, there's really fine men out there that have gotten the short string, so yeah. to speak, in all this. Uh, and I want to spread the word that there are many fine men that have opened doors for women. Sure. And I, I think it's important to discuss because if you're a man, I'd imagine given the headlines, you might uh, take a step back and be hesitant That's to right. mentor a female. That's exactly right. Because it could right. be misconstrued or That's taken right. the wrong way. It's a completely different playing field. So it's sort of a shame. Like you said, you've been mentored by so many great men. I feel as though there are a lot of women who might be missing out yes. from having a male perspective or a man at a company who could really help them and nurture them. But because of the climate, there's an impediment there. And what I would say about that, first of all, is that you can learn a lot from a man just by watching him how he leads, how he manages a meeting, the humor that he mm -hmm. brings to people, uh, how he engages his team. So you don't have to have a one-on-one -on -one relationship immediately. Right. But someone wise once told me, find someone who likes to get things done and work for that person. Right. Yeah. I mean, also, I don't know if so much attention needs to be paid to gender, but I think having male and female mentors oh, is important. Yes, My definitely. point is just in the climate we're in right now, women might feel a little hesitant to do that. So I was just curious how, how you how you recommend that navigation. I just think that there are kind, generous men out there that you can already see are mentoring and champion women to the table. Mm -hmm. Look to that person, right. stand out, show that person that you are a hard worker, show that person that you are willing to take jobs that other people aren't willing to take. And that will go a long way to getting that person's attention. Sure. When can we expect this next book? Um, <laughs> no pressure, Joe. <laughs> I know it. It'll probably take me about a year and a half to do wow. it. But I was looking last night in my file because I started this a long time ago. I've got quite a bit already. Yeah. So you make it look easy. Well, you really do. Writing a book is no, uh, is no small. It's not a short order. I mean, well, and I, I'll say one thing. This book is dedicated to my high school English teacher. I saw that. Yes, and she was the she taught me how to write themes. 
And I was really not totally intimidated by writing books because I saw them as a string of themes pulled together. And so I credit her uh, in a lot of ways for um, for teaching me how to write. And I, I've i given her every book that I've ever written. That's very sweet. She's your woman tour. She really <laughs> was. Say. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being here. It's great to have you back. And we thank can't wait to have you back. Thank you very much. See you Always soon. a pleasure. <laughs> Likewise. If you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website, csweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.